Hey everybody, thanks for taking time to listen to 7 Minutes There and Back, which is a podcast about me just driving to and from work, talking about sometimes the incoherent and random thoughts in my head, but also just an outlet to unload the stress of the day or to prepare for the day and hopefully open some doors to have conversations amongst your friends or amongst myself and any of you, so... You know, if you like it, follow me. If you don't, don't. Thanks for everything and enjoy the show. Good morning, everybody. And happy uh, miserable Tuesday. It's not really that miserable. There's just six to eight inches of snow on the ground, so I had to scoop a path out of my driveway so I don't compact it. Um, before we get going, let's get to that verse of the day. We're going to need the Lord on the way to work today with this weather. So this is from Acts of the Apostles 3, 19. It says, now repent of your sins and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped away. Um, I really like that verbiage uh, and good because, you know, if I didn't, I don't think they're going to change it for me no matter what. <laughs> um, but. It talks about repent of them and turn away, uh, and then your sins will be wiped away. It doesn't say that your sins will be used against you later. It doesn't say those things. It's it's your sins are wiped away, which means they're gone. They're, they're forever gone. And that's one of the hardest ideas in Christianity for me, is that... When we come to the Lord and, and when we come to believe that uh, Christ was resurrected from the dead, uh, died on the cross for our sins, and bore the death that all of us should bear, um, that we are forgiven of those sins because of Christ's love for us. That's one of the hardest parts um, about Christianity for me is just the magnitude of that sacrifice and trying to really get my head around what that means, what that meant for Jesus in the moment on the cross, what that means for all of us, as again, we, we look to um, repent of our sins and just turn to God. It's, it's a lot, right? There's a, there's a big meaty statement in the repent from your sins and turn to God. It's not as easy as that. I understand that our flesh gets in the way sometimes, but the idea of it all being wiped away of, of the Lord just taking all of that and knowing that Christ, knowing that he was going to take all of that is incredibly powerful, but also very daunting. Uh, And I'm not saying that, that Christ has these, but I have them. And so the part I'm talking about is the expectations of that, right? Like the expectations of living up to that sacrifice. And so that's been one of the things um, that I've been wrestling with as a, as a fairly new Christian is living up to the expectations or the idea that Christ died for me. So what am I doing with it? So that's, um, that's a lot. Uh, appreciate you guys 
kind of noodling through that with me as, as we started this Tuesday. Uh, yesterday, finished the basement floor in my house. Uh, really love it. Went with, a, I think I told you guys, we went with a midnight blue concrete paint. Really, really made the, the floors pop after we had stripped the carpet up and cleaned up all the tack strips and patched holes. And so floors look great. Uh, we picked out a wall color, so we're going to probably try to get started on that sooner than later. And from there, we will paint the walls and go from there. But one of the things I always forget, I mean, even from, I think I put the first coat down Sunday night or something like that. Even from Sunday night to Monday night is how heavy the smell of paint is and how hard it is to air out a basement that doesn't, there's just not a lot of windows, right? So last night finished painting about 5.30, went to bed at about 11. I left all the windows open, so I was trying to stay up a little later than usual. Uh, just couldn't really stay up. Uh, <clears throat> um, couldn't really stay up any later, so went ahead and went with uh, just closing the windows down, opening up the... But, man, the, the house this morning still had a little hint of paint smell. So, uh, it wasn't bad, but... I think about like that paint smell lingering and they reminded me a lot of the things in our life that we don't expect to linger that do just for a long, long time. And we all, we all have those things, whatever those things are, you know, whether it's, uh, yeah, but whatever yours is, whatever the thing is that lingers in your life longer than you thought it would be around, <laughs> uh, that was just a very very good in the moment reflection of that so uh last night was college football playoff i'm pretty sure michigan won yeah my phone tells me michigan won and it was by a lot at the end it wasn't by a lot there for a little bit i think there was it was within seven points for most of the second and third quarter but it looks like michigan just kept running the ball down washington's throat just couldn't keep up so kudos to michigan not a huge fan, but uh, kudos to the um, Big Ten, who's going to be the Big 30 or so at the end of this year. So as all of that college football world unwinds and changes, I'm curious to see how many conferences are truly left and whether or not conferences matter. But I'm getting ready to pull into work, so appreciate all you guys. Do a little touch up this afternoon on some stuff. I want to talk a little bit about homeschooling and, and the value that adds and how excited my wife and I my wife and I are that that is a part of our life and just the blessings that we have. So we'll talk a little bit about that this afternoon. So thanks everybody. Thanks for listening to the morning. Now, roughly eight or nine or ten or six hours later. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the afternoon. Uh, I wanted to take some time and chat a little bit about how awesome it is to 
um, be in a homeschool or co-op model, uh, especially on days like today where the weather was bad and it was not a great driving condition. So uh, just really, really re you know, rewarding to wake up and know my family doesn't have to drive anywhere to go to school. They're not adding any extra stress or pressure or danger of being on the roads, commuting, all that stuff. So um, a huge value my wife and I as well to be the educators in our kids lives and be able to use days like today as home teaching days as, as learning days but also as you know adventure and fun days so you know getting to moderate and develop the school day while also building in some fun to go and play in the snow or do those types of things or, or do some work and scoop snow it's been really rewarding for us over the last eight months, nine months as we've had our oldest in this homeschool co-op model because we see a lot of freedoms in our day. It's not eight straight hours of, of rigid learning, which, you know, growing up in public schools, that's kind of what it is, is you're in class from, you know, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. You get lunch and you get breaks and all this stuff, but it's very much so very structured for our kids, they're learning the same material. They're learning it faster because they're on in one-on-one -on -one education. They're in one-on-one -on -one development. But then they're also having experiential uh, learning of middle of the day going to the zoo. You know, you're we're in biology learning about a biome or a bio, um, like an environment, and you go, you know what? Let's go to the let's go to the zoo and see it. So you take your book and you go there and you learn about it while you're seeing it as close to real as you can get. You know, apart from if you're learning about a cornfield and then we got that here in Nebraska, I could show you that pretty in depth pretty quick. So just that's been really valuable. And again, just on days like today, snow days, cold days, these these kind of gruffy days that we don't have to worry about what it's like to commute or we don't have to worry about whether or not school is going to get canceled and one of us is going to have to take the day off work or daycare closing or a lot of these other stressors that people carry, we don't have them because our home life is built differently and it's been just a big, a big giant blessing for us. So um, I was just, I wanted to talk through that for those of you who are considering or are doing the homeschool model. If you're considering it, spend some real time doing it. One, it does take an investment from one or both parents to be a dedicated teacher, just dedicate the time to dedicate the patience. But two, also we look at the value adds of all of it, of the times that, you know, school or the structure of a day-to-day -day, eight to five doesn't fit your life and just reshape it. Uh, the next piece for today, as I drive home a little bit earlier than usual, but I got to take a, a work call here in about five minutes. So just trying to get home through the gnarly weather before that call. The next great part that I want to talk to you about today is just dedication. And the dedication kind of ties into the homeschool thing because I think my wife is dedicated to it. I think it's very, very empowering and I, I find it to be incredibly impactful for myself and my kids. But when people are truly dedicated to what they do and they're truly passion driven by what they, what they have in their life, it is so powerful to see 
how much harder they work at it, how much happy they're, they are when they're working at it, the desire that you can just feel growing in them as they're succeeding and working and developing. So I have this idea of, of a kind of secondary business. Whoa, got another phone call there in the middle of this. So sorry. Um, talking about just dedication to someone's work in their life. So um, been toying with this idea of, of a side hustle, second gig, kind of something I'm passionate about. I mean, I love my work now. Don't get me wrong. And I'm, you know, I'm passionate about that as well and dedicated to it. But I feel like I have this inclination on my heart to start something. So it leads me down this road of, okay, well, if you're going to start something, are you willing to be dedicated to it? And that's a word that, you know, dedication is not a fleeting thing. It's a kind of a, a permanent feeling. So the uh, reason I bring that up is I want to know from you guys, what does dedication mean to you? And I want to talk to you a little bit about how dedication impacts your ability to succeed. And we'll do that tomorrow morning because I'm pulling into the driveway. But want to just talk a lot about dedication and how that works long term. So. All right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow.